Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Hey, hey, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Last Chat, y'all. Hey, see? Hey, Alicia, girl, how you doing this Thursday evening? Girl, we were just celebrating the beginning of March. Here we is, mid-June. Where is the time going, girl? I know, right? This year is going by so fast, so fast. But we are excited because, you know, we love to be in the chat room talking it up. We love to celebrate literature and arts the royal way. I'm excited because we got three the hard way tonight. It's it's <laughs> girls' night on, uh, over here on Let's Chat. So we got our fuzzy slippers. Everybody got they, they cups. Absolutely. We bad. We, don't judge. we got our onesies on. <laughs> it's about to go down. <laughs> it is. It is. We have some phenomenal guests in store for tonight. It's been a minute since we had Miss Jana B on, as well as Miss Shadri. So we're gonna find out what they've been doing in their creative kitchens, as Leash says. But um, get ready, guys, because it's gonna be lit this Thursday evening here in the chat room of Let's Chat. Absolutely, and we also got the. The fabulous C Renee. She's gonna be kicking it in here with the girls. I'm excited. You know, mm-hmm. we just came off the AANBC Awards. It was a fabulous, fabulous night in literature. Um, mm-hmm. There are so many events coming up, book signings. Always go out and support. Always go out out and support. Regardless if you're a reader or an author, make sure you go out and support. Absolutely, and that's also a, a prime time to get to to meet 
new authors and to add new material into your library and just to see the authors in, in their in their element. You know, it's a beautiful thing when you see authors out there pushing them their books and just interacting with their readers. And uh, I love to just sit back and watch the action unfold because it's a beautiful thing and it's all about enjoying and having that passion for what it is that you do. Absolutely. I definitely agree. I think that's the best part. I think as readers, I always say I'm a sucker for someone's for passion. I think as readers mm-hmm. we are a suckers for passion because as readers you get to feel the author's pen. You get to feel their passion through the content that uh, of their books that you're reading. And mm-hmm. that that's exciting because most authors, I'm not going to say all because some can't pull you into their world. Um, because mm-hmm. it's a, it, it is a craft and a skill that has to be practiced. Um, mm-hmm. But for the most part, they're able to pull you into their world and turn your world inside out as you focus on their characters and, and their different scenes that they have going on and the drama and the conflict that you just all wrapped up. You think it's a real world. And that's the mm-hmm. most exciting thing, I think, about being a reader. Um, you do get to escape reality and step into a whole nother uh, dimension, if you would say. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And, uh, you know, we do play out our scenes in our favorite books in our heads. So it's just a big, big scenario of us entering into another world. But Lisa and I always get going. Like, we haven't talked to each other or know that we have new guests in the chat room. We just go in. So we want to welcome all of our new listeners and just let you know what we're doing here on Let's Chat. We love celebrating literature, as Lisa said, the royal way. And not just literature. We love celebrating all walks of life the royal way, because that's the only way we know how to do it. And our show allows all our guests and our listeners to interact in a fun, intimate, and friendly environment. And this is just speaking about we get to hear the passion behind what it is they do, what they bring to their readers. And not just readers. We've had artists in the clubhouse. I'm sorry, in the chat room. We've had athletes. You know, we've had politicians. We had all walks of life that have come through the doors of Let's Chat, and we get to hear the passion behind what it is that they do. So we want to welcome all our new faces in the chat room. I hope you guys are ready. Got your fuzzy slippers on, like we says, and those red cups, because uh, we don't judge <laughs> the contents of those cups. <laughs> we just want you guys to kick back and enjoy this awesome girls' night we are about to bring to you with these three phenomenal women, because it's about to be on tonight. Absolutely, it's about to be on and popping here in the chat room, y'all. I cannot wait. We're going to take a brief break, and then we will be back. But before we go... I do want to shout out an author, um, Chara mm-hmm. K. Jackson. I, I think I'm jacking up her first name, um, but mm-hmm. she has uh, the book Boss Bride, and she has um, an interview with the mayor of Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. And that's going to be on tomorrow. Um, at 5 p.m., and it's going to be at the gathering spot. And I believe it's mm-hmm. like a book signing type um, interview type event. So I just want everybody mm-hmm. to make sure y'all go out. I'm just excited because, you know, we have our second um, black female mayor, uh, who is the mayor of San Francisco now. Um, and so I'm excited. You know, women, we are moving. 
Uh, we are moving. We are moving in these seats in Congress and moving in these seats in the House, and pretty soon we're going to have Agent Orange's seat. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> so y'all men get ready. It's going to be a female in, in the Agent White House Orange. seat. Agent Orange. Yeah. So get ready. They're not ready. The, the men on the hill ain't ready. They're not ready for mm-hmm. a female president, but she coming. She coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they better watch out. That's right. <laughs> we got to take a brief break, and we will be back with the fabulous Jonna B. Brown, C. Renee. All right. We're going to be kicking it tonight with the three the hard I call them three the hard way, but every time we get together, it's always, always a good time.
Hey, hey, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I'm Miss Leisha, and you know I got my right hand, and most of the time she is my left hand, the fabulous Miss Tony. Hey, hey. I'm excited <laughs> about tonight, Leisha. Absolutely. We having straight girls' night tonight. We got three the hard way in the crew. We up in here. It's about to go down. We're about to have a good time. We got the fabulous Jonna B and the fabulous Steve Renee in here. Shadrach Denise is going to join us later, so I'm excited. Hey, ladies. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just it. Yeah, we got a little back. text you. Why you ain't answering? Hey, don't be a... Yeah, we got everybody got on our fuzzy slippers. You got your fuzzy slippers and onesies. Y'all ready? Yeah, we ready. Get <laughs> I text her. I'm like, you on the line? She didn't even respond to me. My feelings hurt a little bit, but we gonna have a good time. We'll <laughs> <laughs> see. Since she was the first in the chat room, we want you to tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Welcome to the chat room. This is your first time up in here, so we want you to. Tell everybody what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen and tell them about your little everything. Okay. Well, I am Chris Renee is the name that I write under. I am on Facebook as C. Renee, though, because I kept getting confused for, like, a singer who apparently was on drugs, so people was giving me all these tips about getting off heroin. So I had to change my name. Oh, boy. Yeah, I did. I did. But I am from St. Louis, Missouri. I am a mother. I am an author. I am a lover of life. And I have written Wealthy and Wicked and Kiss of Death. And I also have a poetry book, Scattered Thoughts Around Midnight, because I'm a pretty lady all the time just writing down the things. It's not really poetry. Yeah. But we got a little background noise. Donna B, is it you? Oh, y'all can hear me, girl. Yes, Sam. Yeah, hey, girl. Yeah, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm all up in Walmart, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm about to get out of here. Donna finish with. Okay, well, since Jonna it is uh, the latest work that I have out, and we are currently working on the second part now. So that's what I got going on. Absolutely. I love it. And what, what was going on in your world when you decided to sit down and write your first book? You know, honestly, I know this sounds so cliche when people say this, but this is literally the truth for me. I've been writing since I was very young. I've always wanted to be but I've always wanted to be a writer. Um, like, I had the goal of, like, oh, I'm going to be the editor-in-chief of Vibe Magazine by the time I'm 21. That was kind of <laughs> where I was. So, like, I, I literally yes. just always like to write. But um, in I think I started blogging in, like, 2007 maybe because I had stopped writing. I had my children, and I just pretty much started decided to just focus on raising my family. And um, when Blogger came along, it it really saved me because I kind of felt like at the time I was in like a sunken place because my life mm-hmm. wasn't exactly going where I thought it would. So I was, mm-hmm. I, was re- I was really depressed at that time, but writing kind of like rejuvenated me and it just um, 
it just lit a flame back in me again. So I just was blogging a lot, and then I started writing a story on it. And uh, everybody was like, you should turn this into a book. And I was like, no, because I was kind of scared to step into that world. Like, I never wanted to be an author. And then I found out my job was relocating to Denver. So I was like, well, I, gotta, mm-hmm. I have to do something. And so I took the blog and just made it into a book. And it just was like, it made sense, which I'm not surprised because I've always been an excellent writer. And that's not to toot my own horn, but I am going to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. <laughs> But toot I it, girl, toot it. Made, <laughs> <laughs> it did, though. It made sense. And it was like Chris Minet was born from there. Mm. I love it. I love it. Mm. Now, Donna B., you know, you we've had you in here tons of times, tons of times. And you got to tell us what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen, child. Oh, my goodness. It's been slow motion on my end. I I'm over the literary world for real. So I don't, I'm, like, they got me back writing. I said I wasn't writing no more. But they said they want to write Smitten Kitten too, and that's what I'm doing right now. I currently have two unfinished books just sitting there, waiting in the water, and I'm working on Smitten Kitten too, traveling and selling my books. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bored and boring right now. Well, we don't want you to leave the literary world. This is Tony. I'm sorry. We got to try to remember to um, introduce ourselves because everyone, even people who know, nowhere, <laughs> say, uh-huh. say they don't. We don't want nowhere. you to leave, JB. <laughs> she ain't going yeah, nowhere. Like, and she's definitely not going anywhere because one, one thing I can say about the three of us together, our dynamic is that we push and motivate each other. It's like um, after a couple of years ago, I went through something personal, you know, like a situation that rocked my whole entire world. And Shadows and Jonna every day will text and be like, Chris, how the writing going? What you doing? You got you did something? And it, I was like, they getting on my nerves. But it actually <laughs> pushed me and motivated me. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. to keep going. So that's how we do it. We be going through stuff, and then you got people calling. But even though it, it's good to know that people got you, like when people right. really mm-hmm. have you, that's like the best thing in the world to know that they got me for real. No matter if mm-hmm. I'm frustrated, no matter if I'm upset, no matter what it is, they got me. They got you know you. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's the best part. Um, and that you guys write together. I just love to see y'all together. Every time I see y'all, it's always love. Oh, uh, you know, we just, I think we just like to have fun, and we love people that have good energy. So when we see mm-hmm. you at events, I know you, I know, I'm like, okay, I got to go over there and mess with her a little bit because I know I'm going to get a good laugh. And that's what we be all like. We, we just like to laugh. So. Now, y'all got Smitten Kitten 1, right? 
what, what, uh-huh. what was going on that made y'all sit down and say, we about to put this book together? Whose idea was it? You know, I don't I, even you remember. Well, it was funny because me and, me and Jonna met, actually. People think we've literally known each other our whole lives. But they say, like, oh, yeah, I so was cousins. <laughs> you know, people always say stuff like that to us. Well, we literally met because a reader here in St. Louis tagged both of us in a post a long time ago when we first, both first, both, like, started. And um, she tagged us in the post. And so I think we friended each other. I don't know who sent the friend request. I don't know who was sweating who, but we somebody was sweating somebody. And so we sent each other the, a friend request. And then we were like, you know, we should get with some other authors from St. Louis and write a book. And so we tried this before, but it was just everything. It was like four of us, and it was just everything was off. But um, when Shadris got involved, it's just like it gelled together. And I know it's so corny to say, like, oh, like, we'll never have no problems or no issues or nothing like that. But when we are in our mode together, it's like, we laugh and we joke and of course we are gonna get on each other's nerves. But we don't. But see, Jana gonna do something that's gonna make me mad as soon as she walk in the door. She gonna burp, she's gonna piss me off, and I'm like, Jana, you know, it's always like that. It's just she can't even help herself. But we gonna laugh and we gonna we gonna just talk it out. So it's like nobody don't hold no grudges about nothing. And this we just jail together like what? As crazy mm-hmm. as that sounds. Mm. That's a beautiful thing, though. It is. Now, how do y'all balance, though? Because that would be like the kill folk off in her books. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it'd be the crazy people doing all the killing. So how do y'all balance all of that out? Because she likes to kill people. I was was not allowed to kill people. (laughs) I was muted. They put my passion on mute. I was not allowed to kill people. I said it. I did. I said, Jonna, because she was up. She was like on the second page, and she was ready. I'm like, Jonna, you gotta like, let's know. I said, nobody cannot die until the end of this book, and Shadra stood on it too. She was like, ain't nobody dying until the end, and so we knew she had, you know, her frustration was all bottled up inside. So at the end, I was like. Jay, do your thing, while out, and she did that, and I was like, as I'm reading it, because we shared the file on Google Docs, I'm like, this girl is crazy, like, I literally don't even know if I know her, you know? <laughs> That's why she can't leave us. It's too much, it's too much going on, honey, it's too much. It's just it's just a lot going on in this literary world that has put a sour taste in my mouth. I'm not even gonna lie. Crystal has been Crystal has had this choke collar on me, this choke leash on me for, for three and a half years now. Yeah, and she's been, she's the one that has kept me out of jail, out of being blackballed, mm-hmm. out of being banned from all book events. She's the reason why I have not been. She's the reason why I still have my freedom. Because yes, I'm mean, I always keep it classy. Just a, I mean, mm-hmm. a little trash because we are going to twerk a little bit. But we are going to definitely <laughs> not. 
not have to go there. I'm like, no, Jay, and it be, oh, she'd be so mad at me. But I'll take that. I'm like, I'll let her be mad at me, and she'll say something like, yo, ball head self. You know, she'll just say it to me, mumbling. And I know it's because she really want to say it to that person, so I just take it. I'm like, it'll be okay. She'll be talking to me again if I am in it. So, Oh my goodness, that's funny. Oh, no, wait a minute, Alicia. Alicia, but listen, wait a minute, uh-huh. listen to this one. She'll know that I don't want this wench around me. Whatever the person is, she'll know I do not oh, want them within five feet of me. And she'll call them, <laughs> hey, baby girl, smiling, all up in their face and stuff. And I'll be like, I'm going to punch both of them in their face right now. <laughs> I be, all, all I'm telling her is that it's better for me anyway. You got to keep people closer. You don't never know what if you have to put somebody in a chokehold right. or what. You have to keep everybody. But some people you got to watch and keep them just a little bit closer so you can see what they had going to be like. I'm always going to mm-hmm. be that person. I'm going to never lose my cool unless I have to. And then if mm-hmm. I do it, then mm-hmm. it's going to unleash. So everybody should just be happy and write books. <laughs> That would be in a in a perfect world. That would be in a perfect Absolutely. world. But and I and I think it, this with is, go ahead, see. Mm-hmm. No, I was gonna say, Donna, this is Tony. Um, with that sour taste in your mouth with the literary world, do you think it play, social media plays a a big part in that? Of course, of course, because mm-hmm. everybody is keyboard assassins. Not everybody has access to everybody's life. Everybody knows everything about everybody. Everybody's screenshotting. Everybody's talking. Everybody got group chats. Everybody got all this extra mess going on, but ain't nobody got nothing going on in people's face. Mm-hmm. When you start talking to people in their face, that's when I know you're talking about something. When you can say to somebody's mm-hmm. face, but you on Facebook yapping about it and doing all this stuff, somebody in Atlanta, somebody in Texas. Y'all can't do nothing that's fine, but when you see me at one of these book signings, talk to me. But, you know, they, this, this is too much. So I don't even, like, Crystal be like, girl, bitch, you heard about what's going on? Because I don't, I don't get off into it. She'll tell me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, nah, I missed all of that. But it's like, it's, 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 like, it's too much. All of it. I be telling her, I be like, don't girl, I love it. all of it. Don't just feel bad. Me and T miss it all, too. She be like, did you hear? Mm-hmm. I be like, oh, girl, what the happened? I, sometimes I just get so busy where I just be on my own little page. I mean, Sometimes it's just how it be. So I'd be missing all the good stuff. You just but have to, you just have even to take if I saw it, I would ignore it, it anyway. Yeah, you just have to take breaks from it. I get on Facebook all the time. People, I'd be like, bye, y'all. I got to take a little break. But then I peek and I lurk and somebody attacks me like, <laughs> this is going on. So I'm going to go and look and see because I like to know how people move, though. And that's my mm-hmm. whole reason for looking. I like to know how people move. Because I just like to suck a lot of information and store it in the back mm-hmm. of my mind. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I don't know if you guys follow Aaron Bebo, but he always says social media has gotten away from really and truly talking about books. You know, you used that one point, be able to go into clubs and talk about books and talk about literature without all the shenanigans going on. And I think that's missing big time in in a lot of uh, clubs. How do you guys feel about that? Well, should we be talking more about books? When people add yeah. me in these books, I delete myself. I mean, these book clubs, I delete myself. I don't don't add mm-hmm. me because y'all not talking about books. Y'all, mm-hmm. you know, they, so most of them are clickish. I'm not, I'm not in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ain't, you know, I ain't wrapped too tight to be wrapped up in all that stuff. So I stay, I stay away from it. I get on there. 
I act a fool on my page. I do what I do, and I go about my business. Right, social media is a tool. It's a tool to be able to get your work out. Um, I think a lot of the times, especially as readers, the best part about social media is it helps you get close to your favorite author and, and meet new authors. And when your mm-hmm. book doesn't have legs for itself, you become its legs and your personality assists in that transition. And so on social media, mm-hmm. you're able to meet and, and get to know authors, their personalities, like Jonna said, how they move around, and just people in general. So yeah. sometimes you it's know, very discouraging as a reader because some of the stuff I will say because I don't, I don't comment on it when I see it, you know. But I will say some of the stuff shouldn't even be put on social media only because mm-hmm. – you're an author, and that means you're a business 24 hours a day. And some stuff should not be posted on social media when it's business-related. Like if it's business and something happens, something do, somebody do something, or whatever the case may be, then you're going to see that person. But you shouldn't put readers in book business. That's not that's yeah. not their place. Girl, oh, Lord. That's true. I, I think that's, that's, that's readers one of the things. these authors. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say it's a blurred line there between it. Like um, a lot of us grew up, we're at the age, most of us, I want to say anyway, or at the age where we were in the 90s reading like Harry McMillan or Elaine Harris, and you really didn't have access to Arthur's like that, you know, but you love mm-hmm. their work, and you, you bought it, Kimberly Lawson, Roby, you know, just people like that that wasn't back then, the early 2000s before Facebook kind of like blew up. You didn't have mm-hmm. that type of connection to your favorite author, but you still kind of mm-hmm. felt connected to them. I will, I will say this, though. One person that I always use for an example of how they are on social media is exactly how they are when you see them in person. So it's almost kind of like it really is almost like a cousin in a crazy type of way, and that's why he's always the same. How he is on social media is how he is in person. So I think that mm-hmm. that makes people feel like they know you. So then they want to do mm-hmm. everybody like that. And they feel like, oh, I know you personally because I know you on social media. But some people put on for social media, and that's not really right. who they are. But that's what, that's what they know they think people want to see or something like that. So it's, social media mm-hmm. is definitely a gift and a curse. It's definitely mm-hmm. a gift and a curse. Absolutely. And, now, and luckily, me guys, and Crystal, luckily ahead. me and Crystal, like at the book event, you know, I get that a lot. Oh, my God, I've been dying to meet you. I love you on social media. Y'all two are the craziest girls on social media. So it's like we're the same in person, too. So it's like when people be talking about, you know, they didn't have a good time at the whatever we had and, you know, you, uh, you know, people always say I'm always dancing at my table. I, I, I put that on my thing when I announce it. Oh, I'm going to be in Atlanta. Trust me, it's a clerk station. That's always a hashtag. You know, and some people don't like that, but my readers love that. They love my energy. And so I'm not going to dull my energy, you know, mm-hmm. to make anybody else feel comfortable. So, you know, but it's, but it's like she said, it's also a curse because people run up to me like, oh, my God, you know, hugging me and stuff like they know me. And I have to get mm-hmm. used to that. That's one thing I do have to get used to, being nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, liking yeah. people. Oh, see, Donna, Donna be always trying to act like she ain't friendly. She's just most 
as friendly as she is. Yeah, ain't friendly, so is that true? So she's not friendly, honey. She be telling me like, but I don't friendly. Tell me that. I don't get that side of to be. You know, I went to the AA Embassy Awards, and one of the authors was talking about. How when you meet people, whether it's a male relationship or even female or whatever the case may be, it's always three people that they meet in front of the real you, right? And so wherever you are at that point in time when you meet the person, that's the person that they're meeting. And so when other people say that, you'd be like, well, no, no, I didn't get that because that's not the person that you met. You know what I'm saying? That's like Donna B. I don't get that. Because when mm-hmm. I see it, always, always, like, always like a free spirit. Mhm. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's me. True. But I, I, I know you. And then you know, some people like you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm a nice person, but friendly, no, I'm nice, but not friendly. Like everybody can get in my personal space, especially now with all the stuff I've been through in this industry. You can't. Mm-hmm. If I don't know, already know you, it's gonna take a minute for me. I'm. I'm Hey, how you doing? I'm speaking. I'm calling you. But other than that, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. Do you listen to Let's Chat? My name is Tony. I'm joined by my phenomenal co-host, Miss Alicia, and we are talking to some wonderful ladies who's bringing to the literary world, Miss Jana B., her friendly self, and one of you little Miss But I want to ask you, ladies. <laughs> How how do you what do you feel each of you bring to the table when you guys come together and pen this fire that you give to your readers? What do you see in the other you know, authors? I can, I can really say we are the literally crazy, sexy, cool. Like yeah. that's mm-hmm. it. Like Shadris, is is. She I'm, 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 I'm the crazy. I'm the crazy. I'm the crazy. <laughs> Crystal, Crystal is the cool one that's like cool with everybody. Like some friendly Bob. And yeah, Sadra's Sadra's that way. The sexy. You saying all personality wise? I would say if we had to do personality wise, I would uh-huh. definitely say that Shadra's uh, is cool because she laid back. Everybody thinks Shadra's so sweet. Y'all don't know Shadra's. <laughs> so, wait, I ain't going to do my girl like that Because she's not on here to defend herself But then Jonna is more on the sexier side And I'm just crazy Like, I'm like, you know, I don't I'm, that's You see how, how she mixed that up, y'all You see how she mixed that up <laughs> Yeah, like, she mixed that up I, I do <laughs> But you know what but it that is that just shows you it's, That you each see in each other Things that, you know, they may not see in, the, in themselves And it's the confidence. Mm -hmm. You know, when you, most of the time, we are attracted or we are drawn in by people's confidence. You know what I'm saying? And so when you have an author that is strong and confident, but then now you got three of them, because when y'all come together, it's just all three of y'all at the table, it draws readers in because it makes readers Mm -hmm. excited to experience what you guys have because what if the reader doesn't know you? Your personality becomes the thing that draws them in. And you guys play off of each other. So if CC draws them in, now they got to meet CC, but then they got two other authors that they didn't expect to meet all at the same time. And so it makes it easier, I think, for readers to um, approach authors because you guys are approachable when it, when it comes to readers. Now, 
when you guys sit down to write, how do you guys do the process? Do you guys switch the book around? Do, some, do you guys get a, two weeks with the book? Do you guys get three weeks? How do you guys work the rotation when it comes down to write? Well, we use Google Docs for one, which is, is really good. And we always get together. We haven't been getting together as much lately, but we were getting together like once a week. We'll just switch turns going over each other's house, and we just sit, talk, and just kind of like vibe together and come up with um, not necessarily a structured outline. We'll just kind of like leave it generalized because we'll all get in our own chapters and do our own things. So we know who is going to write what character and what the general topic to be about. And then we just kind of let each other do our thing from there. And then when we're done um, writing, because we're in a group chat, we literally text each other all day long, Even not, not even just about the book, just life in general. But we'll put in a group chat and be like, okay, my chapter is up. And then whichever the other two will go read it, we'll give feedback, and we just roll from there. Okay. But how awesome. you, and I have another question because every like Donna B, she talks about how it's so much going on in her world. So everybody has personal things that are going on, and so how do you guys balance life? Like, uh, C has four kids. You know, how do you guys balance life and be able to still have time to sit down and write uh, as a threesome? Uh, I actually, like it's like she said, we. Um, like we take turns writing, like um, Chadra's recently lost her brother. So during that week of her, you know, needing to breathe, Crystal wrote. It's like we just, we all, okay, you can't write this week, I'll write my chapter this week. You know, we just, mm-hmm. we vibe off each other, we go off each other. Like we, like she said, we literally text every day, all day. So we know when move the other person in. Somebody, one of us is getting like, I just don't feel like writing today. I just can't write today. But if it's your turn, you will give, we'll give you your little time to get to get to your chapter out. That's really it. Mm-hmm. Like we we just like we bounce off each other. Mhm. Oh, mm-hmm. Wow. Now this is Tony. I want to know because you guys are are writing this together. Is there any particular day time during the day that you feel more creative? And and at the same time, do you have to have certain things with you, like a glass of wine or some music or some Twizzlers, you know, or Oreo cookies? Is there something that you have to have just to help those creative juices flow at a certain time of the day? Uh, well, for me, I, I can write anytime. I don't need mm-hmm. anything. It's just whenever it hits me, even if I'm in a car and I think of an idea, I'll try to, like, uh, talk to get it, in, you know, to text me what my idea was so I won't forget. But I'm the type mm-hmm. of person that's how I felt five minutes ago. I may not feel 15 minutes ago, so sometimes I don't do that often. Oh, I'll be like, oh, Lord. I don't want to write about that anymore. <laughs> be quiet, darling. <laughs> she urged me. Like, she urged me. <laughs> Soul. She hurts me so okay. bad. I'm very indecisive. <laughs> and I'm and like, no, she didn't say flow. 15 minutes ago. I just didn't feel the same. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, y'all, when I say Apple makes the most irrational decisions, and then later on will completely regret it. Like, I've had the same number for two years, and then last week I got really mad, and I said, I'm going to change my number. And now I'm, I don't even know what my new number is, so it's driving me insane. I'm just like, uh-huh. I just don't you know what? I'm going to need you know. to write your number down. I'm going to need you to, matter of fact, I'm going to need you, Jonna, you call 
her phone. Text her the number. Listen, who is this telling me this? Who is telling me this? As a secret name, like is this, is this Alicia? Fred, Ted, Pizza, that's whatever. Alicia. Is this you? Yes. Listen, <laughs> listen to this middle. I wish you could see this middle finger that I'm putting up to her and her number because she shouldn't have even. She shouldn't have even changed it. She makes my ass itch. She changed it for no reason. <laughs> Not the itch, Jonathan. She gave it to a one person and end up giving that one person the new number. Oh, I'm not going to do this right no. now. I'm not going to do it. You know what? I thought she was playing when she posted that. You need to be beat. Yeah, but I didn't give nobody the number. I didn't give the nobody the number, but... But I, I made that was the reason why you said it. What you give it to her? Say it, Jonah. Listen, so um, what had happened was when I write, uh, <laughs> oh, no, whatever you said, what had happened was you already know what it is. <laughs> I'm just saying yeah. I'm disinfectable sometimes. That's all I'm saying. And so I just have to go with what I'm feeling in that moment and write it because I'm not going to like it 20 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time, please don't change your number. I'm going to need you to take take a page out of Jonna's book, and I'm going to need you to start killing people off. You feel much better. You okay. feel much better. Kill you some That's off. what I'm saying. You feel much better. There is a lot of people still alive because I'm an author. I, I will not become a serial killer in real life. I just do it in my book. You want to die in my book. They don't even know. know. They probably... They probably read in my books, don't even know I done killed them. Like, this is you who dying in my books. You cheering this person on dying, and it's you. You don't even know it. <laughs> yeah, I killed you. I killed you back in Chapter 3. You didn't know that was you? That <laughs> and they the said about the book telling people about it. But uh, that's so true. I think that because authors <laughs> are so passionate, uh, and they're passionate about what they put in their books. So when emotional situations come around, how do you guys handle that? We know how Cece handles it. We, we know how Cece handles it. But, Jana, outside of killing folk, because we know, Jana, Jana B., if you are listening to read her books, let me tell y'all, if she say, who is y'all favorite, just don't say nothing. Don't say nothing, <laughs> because that's the person that's about to die. Don't say a word. Don't say, I don't know. I haven't got. I haven't got a do. I haven't got a feel of your character yet. I don't know. I gotta read a little more. I gotta. You doing a part two? I ask me in part two, and then I see because they about to die. But how do y'all be able to to have control? Because as an author, you have to have control to be able to have control of your thoughts, put it on paper, and control your your environment. So how are you able to do that um, in those kind of situations? You know, I don't, you know what? I write, when I'm angry, I write better sex scenes. When I'm, mm-hmm. when I'm feeling, it's like it's, it's backwards for me. When I'm angry, I write awesome sex scenes. When I'm feeling lovey-dovey, I want to kill their couples. Like, I want the couples to die. Like, I don't know. It's just weird with me, like... <laughs> Wow. Like and that that took a turn. Like when it, I, guess, I guess it just depends on my like really depends on my mood. Like it's not like it depends on my mood on how it's going and I just write. 
half the stuff I don't even remember writing. I just sit in front of a computer, and I'll get up and reread it and be like, what the hell did you write? Like, what is this? Why did you do this? So mm-hmm. yeah, I imagine can't explain me my as her process. test reader. That's how I feel as her test reader. I was just like, mm. I can only do so much. I'm like, she just got to kill everybody as sadistically as possible. It's just, you know, she did her, like, all the torture stuff that I'm just going to get to. And again, I'm like, do I really know her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she still has the red sands of destruction because she's too scared to read it. I can't read sands of destruction. Let me tell you, see, I that I read that first book that Donna B wrote with the crazy chick. That when I say she was crazy, she uh-huh. was three sides of crazy. And so I have. I don't know given, which book you're talking about. Uh huh. That was, was my it, first um, book too. Oh, betrayal. Was it? Mm-mm. Let me go find the name. I don't know what you're but talking why, about. But Johnny B, my characters were just misunderstood. It? I know, right? That's so that's misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, this is three this sides is Tony, crazy. but watch his fun. Which one, Leash? I'm about to look it up now. I said she was three sides of crazy. And we had her on the show. Remember we had her on the show? She knew she was mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. That's no. But John, but John, what, 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 how, how do you have to feel in order to make your signature kills? I mean, what enrages you to, to create such gruesome killing? And, and where is that coming from? Um, it just it depends on which book you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, like I can go down the road. Like um, sins of destruction. I was in such a dark, dark place. So people died viciously and horribly in that one. Like if anybody That's died, I read and they looked up my Google. I was the one going to jail. Like mm-hmm. no, no question about it. Mm-hmm. I need another one. And, like if somebody, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it just depends. Um, like I always have like the the ID channel or criminal minds in the background playing, so that's like mm-hmm. motivating me. Like, ooh, people really do kill like that. But now mm-hmm. I got my own killing going, and so I don't have to, <laughs> you know, look at nobody else's killing on how they kill. I don't have to do that no more because I know and I study it. So you know, mm-hmm. we're gonna get away with it. Mm-hmm. Like does some road rage kind of get you in the mind or want to do some Sorry, killing? <laughs> it was wicked deception. Road? Mm-hmm. She was she was three sides crazy. Yeah, that was it. Wicked deception. Yes. Actually, uh, I thought she was quite sane myself, but she just needed a little help. She needed love and and she needed love. Crazy. Oh no, she's sane. <laughs> that says a lot, Leash. <laughs> Okay, good to see you. She was. She was misunderstood. If you, at the end, uh, you knew that Courtney, all she wanted was love. I don't, I, I think, like, I don't uh, know what else. She needed a, uh, she needed a straight jacket, Jana. <laughs> but I am, that's what I'm currently working on, too. I'm uh, working on part two to explain how Courtney became Courtney. Really? Oh. Oh. That should be yeah. interesting. This miss, 
I'm just, I'm just over the literary world. Mm-mm, she ain't going nowhere. She always took the something over there. Uh-uh. 2018 is going to be my last year of writing. No, I don't believe that. we don't want to hear that. I don't believe that. Because she said don't that before, so I'm not even listening. I'm not listening to John B. You shouldn't. <laughs> okay. going I'm just saying. Me too. I, I know. I already know. Now, who is outside of you three, who is your biggest supporter? Man, I literally have, I, I like to teach, I have four best friends. I know that sounds crazy, but I literally have four best friends that I've known pretty much all of my life. Um, no matter the event, they are like, they're doing support or texting me, calling when they there. They'll take, um, they'll actually take all of our flyers, mine, John, and Ann's graduates, and they'll walk the crowd, they'll pass out flyers for us. They'll bring people to the table. She has the bestest people in the world. Like, she really I does. I literally, I can't even. She do. It's ridiculous. So, I'm blessed in, in that. I love that them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love her people to death. My people are, like, mutual. Like, I mean, not mutual, but, like, like, all of my family, they support when I get books coming out. But, like, literally support, support like that, like, I would say crystal people, like, stare at all of our events. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are, they are that's, that's nice. That's nice. That's so nice. You listen to this chat. My name is Tony, and my co-host over there is the one and only Miss Lisa. We have the beautiful lady, Miss Jana B and C. Renee. If you'd like to talk to them, if you have any questions, or you just want to show them some love, just press your one, and we'll bring you into the chat room. But it is, um, you, you ladies are... are or a team. I think, and I think that's what team epitomizes. And I can't wait till Shadrice get in here and add her to this. Oh, look and behold, we have a hand up. You guys, ladies, feel like taking a call? We love people. Sure. Bring them on. <laughs> All right, eight six two nine four four. You are live in the chat room. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Diane um, from Diamond's Literary World. I had to call in. Good evening, Tony. Good evening, Alicia. Good evening to my beautiful sister. Hi, Hi, Diane. (laughs) I had to call in and show them support because um, they support me. They uh uplift me. And I just wanted them to know, like, I always tell them, but I can't tell them enough how proud I am of them and everything that they're doing. Although, you know, you hear the crazy genre. You you hear Crystal's craziness, and I know know both of those five of the ladies, but they're about their business. And so, you know, at the end of the day, you know what I mean, we have to acknowledge them for who they are. You know, the crazy side, the one that keeps me laughing, like, no (laughs) other Because that's the last in the pits of hell. But 
I love you all. Great. I love everything. Okay, keep playing. <laughs> I love you all. I love everything you're doing, and I just wanted you to know I'm, I'm here. You know, I'm always here. Uh, I know you are. When I, I knew when she started calling up that number, I said, that's New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Already knew. <laughs> Okay, so, and, 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 and by the way, um, Jana, you and I, the next time we're together, we have a date because I'm putting Crystal in the hospital for changing the number. I'm just putting it out there for the airways. I know. I know. I know. So what happened was when I was writing, uh-uh. no. No. I'll be, I'm going to be no. you after this year's show because I thought she was playing. I wasn't sure that that, you know, I just thought she was playing and, and talking jive like she always does. But the fact that you really no, did it, man. I don't know. I don't know. And then you had to post before that. That was the warning. <laughs> right. and, that, and, that, and that's when you know her. You, you, but can I tell you the crazy part? The crazy part is she's so crazy that in the middle of the day she's calling me and she's video calling me. And I was on another call and I was like, uh oh. I was like, that's a 911 when she hangs up and calls me right back. She called me to tell me she changed her number. And I said, you know what? The crazy. Then she would text you in the middle of the day and say, go look at my post. So you actually know what's crazy side of Crystal, and you actually know when she's telling the truth. Like, it's something wrong with her. But I love her to death. I promise you I do. I wish sometimes I could come through my phone and just snatch a phone from her. But because I can't, I'm going to leave at the Donna, you know, until I see her. And then I'm going to get her. Because I... I told her, I'm gonna, she's going to make me walk to St. Louis from New Jersey yeah. and snatch her up. Look, okay. you're trying to get my life together. <laughs> she called me and said, Jana, don't curse me out. I know you're going to curse me out. I said, look, Crystal, I'm over you and that situation. I don't want to know about it. I don't care about it. F you. F you. I'm saying, what is happening with it? I'm just done with it. Um, <laughs> I was writing this poem, this song one day, and I said, yeah, okay. oh, this is pretty dope. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, 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 and the thing is, I said, I said, Crystal, I said, sweetheart, what happened? Nothing. I just felt like it. And then, and then by the end of the day, oh, I don't know why you. I changed my number. So, you know, Girl. I got a lover. I got a lover. I do. <laughs> <laughs> we well, that's all I had to say. Don't don't change your wow. number no more. <laughs> Please we don't. We appreciate you, Diane, for calling in. We thank you for your support. Make sure you shout out the nights that your show is on, so people can tune in. Okay. Um, Wednesdays and Friday night. Uh, the the link is www.blogtalkradio.com slash diamondsworld. Um, I don't have anybody scheduled for tomorrow night. I think I'm just going to free ball, but um, at any given time, you could go on my page and find out who's going to be there or go into the archives where you will hear these two beautiful ladies separate and together, um, as well as a host of other people. So thank you, ladies, for allowing me to do that. You are very welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Diane. You're welcome. Love you all. Love you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Now, since he has brought it up, we're going to turn this into a mind, body, and soul segment. Um, Okay. I got a question. 
Do y'all feel that we as women give too much of ourselves in a relationship? Absolutely. Absolutely, like 100%. And I think that I can't speak for every woman, but I'll say for myself is that um, I just I don't know how to go soft when it comes to being in love. I don't know how to go soft with that because I take love so seriously. It's like it's and to me, like, you know, they tease me all the time. It's like, you believe in fairy tales and stuff like that. But love is something that's so serious to me and something that I want so much. I don't know how to go soft. So Is it's it like, the love or is it the energy? Because this is the thing. We as women, I, I really believe that we love deep and we love hard. That's why we, we're it's hard for us to disconnect sometimes. But I think that it's the energy that we exchange. You know what I'm saying? So do you think it's the love or is it the energy that that you're exchanging with this person? I, I think it's definitely love is really to me love is is the energy. Love is the energy you put into me. Love is the energy that you put forth in trying to keep me and make me happy. That, that, like that's to me, that's the same. That's one and the same. The energy you put into me shows me the love you feel for me. Girl, Jana, I'm smiling so big. I'm smiling so big right now to hear her say this. I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she be on my head sometimes about love. She be literally wanting to put me in the chokehold, I can tell. Like her whole energy about it, but it's um, like what she said. Love is the ultimate energy. And um, mm-hmm. I just want to believe that it's real. Like I just want, if it don't happen to me, I just want one success story. And that's not to say that it's never going to be any problems or anything, but I just want, mm-hmm. I just want one good story, just to know somebody who obtained that. That would be dope enough for me. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, this is Tony. I gotta say that love is not easy. Love comes with. You know, consequences, yeah. sacrifices, compromise. So you got to be able to stick it out for the long haul and not run at the first show of weakness or the first show of trouble. You know, and I, and I, I feel that I can say that because I've been married 26 years. And those were not all easy And those were not all easy years. you got to be able to want to stick it out. You know, both parties want to have to stick it out, not just one-sided as well. You know, for me, Tony, I feel as if I run, if I feel as if love is making me weak just because uh, I think a lot of what people know about love is kind of almost what they've seen or didn't see growing up. And for me, my parents were together for 32 years. And, you know, to the outside, it seemed like it was this great love story, but us living inside the house, I remember being younger writing in my diary, like, my mama is so weak. For my daddy I don't ever want to be like that And my mom isn't Mm -hmm. really a weak woman But I felt like I would see her do a lot of stuff In the name of love That I thought I thought like man she's weak You know I grew up with my dad And my brothers and my cousins So I seen men And I kind of felt like they kind of crappy You know So Mm -hmm. when I grew up and I found myself in that same situation With my kids dad I started just, I lost myself completely in him. And it made me so weak to myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, damn, I'm my mom. So I had to call my mom and apologize, even though she didn't know that I used to write that. I apologized to her. I said, I thought she was so weak because I didn't understand the magnitude of it. 
But now mm-hmm. that I'm out of the situation with my kids, that we were together for 20 years, it's just like I can't. I'll show love because I don't have any other switch. But but if I feel like you breaking me down, I have to run for a while because I don't mm-hmm. ever want to be weak. I don't want to be weak mm-hmm. in love. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Not no more. <laughs> but also, this this is still Tony. But also, um, that was Cece talking, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was Cece talking. Because in my situation, you know, I'm an army brat. My dad was always in the army, so it was always just the woman of the house was my mom. So I learned that, and when I brought that into my to, into my marriage, I was so used to the women making the decisions that that's what I brought. And my husband had to let me know, you know, this is this is not how it's going to work in our house. I had to step back and let him be the man of our house. You know, it's not. It wasn't a show of, in my case a weakness, it's just a matter of how we wanted our house to be run. You know, I, he, I wanted him to be the man of the house and not just the man in the house, if that makes sense. So I had mm-hmm. to learn, we know, we each bring our strengths and our weaknesses to the table, but those strengths and weaknesses make us both strong and, and raising our children, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, you have both dynamics, uh-huh. so you, you, you know, you don't play off one off the other. We are one unit. And so I've always been in a one-parent household, whereas he had a two-parent household. So it's, it's, it's sometimes it's what you come to want in your relationship and not always or necessarily what preceded you. It's just a matter of you coming together and knowing what you want in your relationship. Okay. I'm thinking. I can be yeah, I'm going to add to that because sometimes I think that Society has shaped and given us an unrealistic expectation of a relationship. I think that mm-hmm. when it comes to marriage, we didn't get all the right information. We got sugar-coated information. Then when we get into it, it's like, oh, wait a minute, nobody told me this. Wait, 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 I missed this part. Because mm-hmm. society is shaping relationships and and marriages to be in such a way where you really don't know what you're getting into. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's. I believe that it's good to make sure that, and people fuss at me because I, I really feel that we look for men to do so many things that they're not ready to do and or so many things that could be overwhelming. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that as women we should secure ourselves before we expect a man to secure us. Because the thing is, he may not be secure enough to to be able to secure himself and you at the same time. But that's the expectation that we put on there. You know what I'm saying? Not only do you got to secure me emotionally, you got to secure me financially, you got to secure me mentally, then you got to go ahead on and secure yourself. That's a lot um, to put on one person that is really not, they're stepping into the situation like you are where they're not really sure on how I work either. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of times that we we teach or we're as women we're taught to love others before we love ourselves. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most definitely, yeah. I definitely I definitely understand that, yeah. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that's why I can't get deep because they know I get all on my feminist stuff. I was going to say that's from growing up in a world full of misogyny, though, because it's, it's like that, that women are supposed to take everything. I, I joke around like Donna Love, Betty Wright, and I said Betty Wright was 
problematic to women. She was reckless telling that advice, like, don't blame Mr. Charlie because he's just a man and he's doing the best he can. And I'm like, that doesn't give him the right to just treat you like anything, though. Like, oh, he doing mm-hmm. That's how women thought back then. That's how women thought. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's we got the fabulous. You listen to Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin was talking about singing about respect. I'm going to give you my money. Oh, all of my money. All of my oh, respect. I hate this. Oh. <laughs> oh. What? We got, a lot of we got a lot of background ladies, but we got the fabulous Shadja Denise in here. That's Crystal. Hey. Oh, she on? Hi. Hey, ladies. No, Hi. that's my crystal. I don't know what that is. Hey, now, you hello, got to hello, tell hello, us hello. what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen. I remember when she first came into the chat room. That was when you were writing the, um, were you writing for a magazine or something? Uh, you yeah, haven't, you hadn't written your back yet, your book yet. You was, oh, uh, you was talking about yeah, it, remember that? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, well, I still, I'm still doing a magazine. I'm actually the editor in chief of the magazine that I currently still with. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I just dropped two books this year. And um, who do you love? And love heartbreaking hangovers. Um. And right now I'm just kind of writing, maybe hitting two with the girls. But other than that, I'm kind of on a bit of a writing hiatus. Okay. Now, what? Where do you get your creativity? Where does it flow from? Um, when you guys sit down and write your individual um, projects, because I listen to your titles, I always love her titles. We we book bougie here at Let's Chat. We are really book bougie, <laughs> and we do titles. I feel like a title is part of the eye candy of your book. Your titles. The way your name looks on the front of the book, the cover, the synopsis, all of that is eye candy. It draws us in, right? And so I love uh-huh. a good uh-huh. title. You know, you can have a good title. That thing, it just, it ain't even written. And you like, ooh, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. And a book cover. <laughs> Absolutely. So where where does your creativity flow uh, when, you, when you sit down to create? The eye candy of your book. Let's start with Chadra since she just walked in. Um, honestly, my my creativity most times it, it really is it's very random. Um, it kind of comes out of nowhere. I can be inspired by a song or um a TV show I'm watching or a situation that you know may be going on around me or with my friends. Um, so. That's pretty much where that comes from. As far as, like, the titles, I can't say, I don't know. It just comes out of nowhere for me. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it eventually, it'll just click, and I'll be like, that's it. That's what I want to call my book. Um, and then from there, the book covers, most of my book covers, I've, like, literally, like, had a dream about them, and I was like, okay, this is how I want it to look, or, like, I have an idea how I want it to look, and then I'll play with it until it comes out like I want it to. That's kind of pretty much where my mind comes from. Well, all right. And CC? Well, for me, um, 
I think the poetry book was kind of easier because I published that myself. Um, so that was just kind of like me and Shadris playing around with the um, title of it. But she was very big on me. I would just write poems and I would send them to her. And so she she kind of like a strong army a little bit and was like, you need to put out a poetry book. So um, what? that's how they came. <laughs> It was definitely a little strong for me because I'd be like, no, but she did a lot of pushing me, you know, and made it easier for me because her poetry books are so dope to me, period, that um, I, I searched her judgment. So that was easier. My novels were um, under life-changing books. So that was kind of just like me and uh, Tressa working together, coming up with titles, seeing what we liked, what we didn't like. We went to the drawing board a whole bunch of times until we finally got something where we both was like, okay. So that was more of like just a collaboration based off of the finished novel, and then we would get a good title to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. And JB? Um. Mine just, I don't know, mine fall out of the sky. Mine fall out of how, how I'm feeling. Like, I come up with my, I do. Like, yeah, just fall out of like, the sky. For real, like, like, I come up with my title first. I'd be like, oh, my God, I want to write this book about this, whatever this title like. Like, Widowmaker, when I came up, I'm like, oh, my God, I got the perfect. This woman going to be killing all the husbands and wives. And that's how I came up with, that's how I come up with my, I come up with my, uh, Titles before my book is even ever written, but or that, that's any outline or anything um, like that. Really, because sometimes I wonder. This is Tony. Sometimes I wonder if an author gets the title first, or do they get the the story first? Because sometimes you can sit down and write a story, and all of a sudden the title comes. But are you ladies so drawn to having your titles dictate the story? No, I write first, and then I come up with a title based off what I wrote. Because, like I said, I'm so indecisive, so I can't, I can't write off anything structured because it's gonna wind up being a whole mess. Mm. Um, mm. let me see. My my titles can give you an idea of what it's gonna be about. Like, mm-hmm. can give you an idea, but it's it's so much more going on in. Like you. You would never know how many people dying or how much sex is happening just off my or what kind of love story it is. Like you would never know just off my title, but you that would give you a a a, a sense of okay, this is what this is what this kind of book gonna be. Wait, no. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, well, of course, I'm the complete opposite of them. Yeah, I actually write. <laughs> I actually write my. <laughs> I I, I, play, I do my titles first. Um, well, I write my synopsis first, and then I write my titles, Ooh. and then I and then I write the book. Mm. So, mm. yeah, my titles usually come before I actually write the book. But I know what I want the book to be about, so that's why I can give it a title. Mm-hmm. That's what I just saying. How you're the complete opposite of me. That's too much structure. I thought you said it was in the sight. Well, I said, I it was you. no, that's me. You don't know the difference in uh, our voices? First of all, I'm speeding down 170. Spare me. Uh, <laughs> I'm <okay. laughs> My bad. I'm okay. trying, to get, trying to get down the highway. Dang. <laughs> I was just kidding. You see how they, you see how they do that? 
see how they treat me. Oh, Lord. I'm a black chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that's just love. That's just love. That's, that's what it is. Now, if we were to be sitting here in 2020 talking about the things that you guys have accomplished, what are some of the things we'll be talking about? We'll start with uh, C. For me, wait, wait, she she indecisive for ten minutes. She's gonna start with Jonna. I'll be married. I can't stand her, but I would be, and I would be. Oh, let me be quiet. Go ahead, Jonna. Um, in twenty twenty, that's what two years, a half, a year and a half from now. Uh, I'll be getting ready to walk down the stage with my nursing degree. Probably three or four more books finished. That's my that's my that's my only goal. Oh, maybe I want my uh our blog talk radio to blow up. You know, all mm-hmm. things women and all things ratchet. I'm hoping that you know blow up your way. Oh, I see myself on TV making one of my books into a movie. You know, I got big plans. It's just that's you know, good. Speaking it, working, me working for it. Right, you best. Know? Speak that thing on out there. Speaking into that's right. Speaking into existence. Now, see you. You got your vision together, see. Yeah, I got my stuff together. <laughs> okay, okay. I definitely want to, as Nana said, I do want to be married and be happy. That's the main goal for me. And I don't think that marriage is going to automatically equate happiness. But if I'm not married, Mm -hmm. I still just want to be happy either way. But for me, the biggest thing is that I want to get in, um, like, media and PR for authors because I I attend a lot of events, and I see a lot of authors, especially new authors, that struggle with selling their work. And it's, it's easy for me. Like, I love people, so I'm always engaging with folks and, and, you know, talking to them and getting them to come over and talk to me. So I really want to help people um, do that. I think more so than ever when we just left Detroit, um, I was sitting across from a young lady, and, you know, she started crying, and she was very upset because she couldn't get her book to sell, but she was so uncomfortable with herself. So my goal is to have some sort of business where I can assist people with that. Because I'm like, it's something, it's people, but it comes easy for me. But I wanted to be able mm-hmm. to come, if not as easy as it is for me, easier for them to actually get those words out there. Mm. Wow. That's absolutely mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. And I can say that she's really good at that because, like I said, I was not a people person until I became an author. And it took me being around Crystal to get, to honestly get comfortable with being around people. Mm-hmm. And even though that slapped me in my face a couple of times in this industry, I haven't given up because of Crystal and her positivity of every love <laughs> all to Christ anything possible as. So I haven't given up totally on everybody, but Crystal, honestly, is the reason that I am so carefree and friend and what you would call friendly to people. 
You can do it. I was like, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, see, that is love and sisterhood right there. That's what that is. Well, the reason why, before we get to Shadrach, I want to say that because I heard, you know, people say stuff about Jonna, and it's like, because a lot of people cannot handle Jonna's personality, but thank God that I'm so confident with myself. I never feel overshadowed when me and Jonna are together. To me, I just mm-hmm. feel like, you know, this all makes sense. Shadris, all three of us together, we're going to come in and everybody's going to demand their own attention. So I'm like, I just wish people can get to know the genre that I know. I'm like, this is mm-hmm. literally one of the goofiest people I've ever met in my life. Like, we're going to get together, laugh, and have fun. So that's my whole goal is to just bring that side out of people to get them to get their name out there. Um, well I hopefully I am maybe three or four more books closer to my twenty by forty goal. Um and I want to definitely cross some more places, um, traveling places off my bucket list. Um, I'm really putting it out into the universe to be more um, reliant upon my author career so that I don't have to, you know, work for other people because I don't really like people like that. And so um, that, and I want to do more with my magazine. And, of course, I want Straight Tequila to be more on a national level so more people can hear how insanely crazy we are. That's, that's now, what idea was it to come up with the Straight Up No Tequila? How did y'all come up with the concept for that show? We always together. We we always literally together, and more often than not, we're drinking something when we're together. <laughs> when we're, drink, we're drinking something when we're together, and we just, we talk like how we're sitting on the phone talking to you too. That's how mm-hmm. we talk when we're together. We we go over every topic and we leave no stone unturned. And we were just thinking like, well, this would be a dope idea for everybody to kind of get a little bit into our world and, and what we're talking about and what we're doing. And I don't know if it was Jana or Shadris that came up with uh, the name, but the, the logo and that stuff is definitely Shadris. That's what that's what she really could be doing. You look at me getting all in her business being big sistery. Because Shadris is such a dope person. And I tell people that literally I'm like, Shadris is one of the dopest people I ever met in my life because she's so good at what she does. Like my poetry book, mm-hmm. she did the covers and you know, she makes some of our flyers for things we need. She made John a banner, she made my bookmarks. It's just like she just like a super dope person. So she came up with the logo, and um, you know, Jana loves us to get together and act a fool. So this is right up her alley. All she the like time. Yeah. all the time, <laughs> all the time. And you know, Jana always you got say that face. about Shadris. That is so true. She's she's really shell. Like because when you see her, she's really quiet. You know, she even mm-hmm. laughs quiet. What? Everything is really quiet. I am. I am. Everything I am such really a quiet, quiet But you know that's not it. You just know that's not it. But she's just, she's stealth with it. You know, she's yeah, stealth she with, with the things that she does. And it's like, boom, I could do this. 
boom, I'm doing this. And but she doesn't mm-hmm. talk about it much. But it's like I don't have to advertise, but you're gonna see it when it's done. Yeah, she mm-hmm. literally like the hardest working woman. She we'll be like, no, it's it's Donna. Donna cracks me up whenever we set a goal for something. Donna will hit that nail until it goes all the way into the wall. I swear to God. So, girl, so Every day. <laughs> I wear pearls. I wear pearls every day as well. 
Look, go ahead and clutch them now. Don't clutch them now. They don't know what she's going to ask y'all. Yes, you go ahead and clutch them now. Well, I want to say... Uh, <laughs> We're going to try to minimize the background noise because we really want to hear this, and I know our listeners are going to want to hear this too, especially since they know what we do here at the end of our interviews. But first and foremost, Leisha and I want to thank you ladies for taking some time out of your busy schedule to join us tonight. And since you all three have such a wicked pen, I'm going to give you ladies three props, and I want you to feed off of, can you all hear me? I want you to feed off of each one. Uh, and we're going to start with Cece. We're going to give you, I want you to take your two main characters out of Smitten Kitten, and we're going to give you three props, and I want you to incorporate them and give us a live excerpt, and I want you, each lady, to pick up where the other leaves off. And your three props tonight is going to be a machete, some red MAC lipstick, and a blindfold. And Cece, we're going to start with you, and we're going to go next to Miss Chadras, and Jana B is going to round it all up. How about that? Okay. Okay, Cece. So you got those three props, a machete, some MAC red lipstick, and a blindfold. Now go. (laughs) Nova looked at herself in the mirror as she placed the red MAC lipstick upon her lips. She knew that they looked succulent and that Israel would be completely smitten when he saw her. She tucked the machete into her back pocket as she walked down the hallway slowly. She was on a mission to kill, and tonight no one would be exempt. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh Uh-oh, I think we lost Chadra. We lost lost Chadra. She's going to come back in, so Johnny, you jump on in until she comes back. I wasn't ready. So I got to use the same machete and lipstick and stuff? Yep, you got to start off where she left off. Girl, I wasn't paying her no attention. I could wait no shadows for it. Uh, <laughs> this is what I have to deal with. Okay, I'm going to give you another prop. Okay. She got the machete in her back pocket. She got her lipstick on. She on the mission to kill. She walking out. Down the hallway, she heading out to handle her business. Boom, here you go. No one's exempt. Okay. Oh my God, I'm having a total brain for it. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> Wait a minute. We talk, oh, Nova. Okay, as Nova walked down the hall, she passed up. I just passed up, Lord. She walked past the room and she knew Azora was waiting. She knew Azora was in doing her daily prayers. She knew not to interrupt her. But she had her machete waving around, waiting on Azura to give her her her, um, her mission for the night. She couldn't wait to put that black lipstick on the next woman's husband's stick. Whoever she got a hold to tonight would definitely be in for a ride of her life. The end. <laughs> Mm. Wait, no, we don't want to. Ain't nobody dying. Chad just where you at? <laughs> I'm here. Okay, she's here. I'm here. I'm okay, sorry. Okay. I drove in a bad area. I'm sorry. Okay, okay so you pick up where JB left off. <laughs> I, I don't know where she left off at. <laughs> okay, so I'm I left off. Oh. Oh, go ahead, Jay. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I left off with um, Nova, 
standing outside of Adora's room while Adora prays, and Nova can't wait to put her red magnet stick on the next woman's husband's penis. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Say that. Uh, say that again. Nova, Nova, Nova. <laughs> Nova is ready to start her shenanigans. So Nova, Nova got the machete in her back pocket. She ready with her blindfold. She got her red lipstick on. She about to go. Do some things now. She gonna do this before she go kill somebody? Of course. Okay, Come carry on. Carry on. I'm there. I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all. All right, carry on. All right, I'm ready. It's Shadra turning. Yeah, we waiting on her. Oh, we, we lost her again. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh so her phone is messing up. I apologize. Oh, y'all gave us some good stuff. <laughs> uh-uh, we got to finish this. See, jump back in. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, we got to finish it. <laughs> okay. Israel sat in the chair in the middle of the room. His hands were tied behind his back, and there was a satin blindfold covering his eyes. He couldn't see anything, but he could smell that Nova was in the room and close to him. Oh, shoot now. Nova's scent emitted throughout the room like a, like a crazed pheromone, driving him crazy. Lord knows he wanted to fight the scent. He wanted to fight the urge. To be with her, but he couldn't. It was something about her that drew him to her. Every time he was around her, she had the sex of a sex god, and that was the reason why he was addicted to her. Don't forget the blindfold, ladies. Y'all got a blindfold. She said he was blindfolded. She said he was blindfolded in the chair. Yeah, he said he was blindfolded. Yeah. Okay. Mm, I like this. Let's hope okay. we can get Miss Shadrachan back in here. <laughs> Look, we gonna have we gonna have a whole big kitten too. All uh, all played up. up. It's gonna be all wrapped up before the show is over. <laughs> okay, is Shadrachan back with us? No, I don't see her yet. She's on the bottom. Oh. Shadrachan, you with us? Hello? See you in there. Hi, you with us? Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. You have to take my okay. <laughs> You ready to jump in? It's... Okay, where am I going to get it? Okay, I'm going to get it. Yeah, Chadra, so you can come from there. Um, Nova secured the machete to her back, and she dropped on all fours and crawled slowly between Israel's legs. She used her mouth to trace red lipstick kisses, leaving the trail up and down the center of him. Mm. It's hot. Jumping. <laughs> we may have her again. 
Yeah, I think so. I, uh, I want to know this is Israel. Look. <laughs> Israel, Donna. Wait a minute. Don't I got smitten kittens? I think it's in the box. You bottom. do have smitten kittens. You do have. And box. that's what smitten kittens is I have two houses, so I have smitten kitten in Michigan. I don't have it down here. I'm gonna have yeah. to. I'm gonna have to bring that on down here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Kitten is is very. It's an erotic thriller. It's um, it's something else. I will say that it's one of the fa- my most favorite books that I've ever written ever. It is. It's one of the greatest ones. Well, we have enjoyed you guys playing along with our live excerpt. You know, that's what we do here on Let's Chat. We love hearing our guest creative juices just automatically flow. And I must say, ladies, you guys had a flowing this evening. <laughs> oh, smitten kitten, here it go. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> Look at Lisa. She's still <laughs> on there. Here it goes. She ain't paying me no mind. She's too much into the smitten kitten. <laughs> The show should have put on background. (laughs) Well, here is is our challenge for you guys. I want to challenge you to read Smitten Kitten and then tell us who you think wrote what part based off our personalities because our personalities are very much so in the characters, not 100%, but you can just kind of tell from talking to us who is who a little bit Mm -hmm. because we kind of write how we act. So it's fun, mm-hmm. funny for me to see people when they completely get the characters mixed up or, you know, <laughs> they're just like, I know you wrote such such. I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> oh, okay. We're okay, going to put okay. that. We're gonna, that we challenge. accept that challenge. We, we accept, accept that, that challenge. challenge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know somebody's dying. Look, right, look, I know the person that gets killed is dying, so. As long as I, I can go from there and work my way back. <laughs> you know what? I, we may have killed somebody in the middle of the book, too. We just didn't go crazy, like ID channel crazy. Mm, okay. But see, can't nobody mm. kill some folk off like Jana B. Now, she can mm. kill some folk yeah, off. It'd be, it be like, epic. It'd be like, Wow. Mm-hmm. Like you just couldn't let him shoot him, huh? You just couldn't let him shoot him. He had to twist the gun up in him, spin it around four times, and shoot him three times to the right, then two to the left. I'm like, why does it have to be so crazy? Because you know, my thing with that is, I see a lot of people. A lot of people get shot in books. A lot of people get kidnapped and choked and, and you know, strangled. That's so simple. Like me, I, you know, I go the extra twisted because that's my thing. When you read my books, I say, welcome to my little world of crazy. So you can already mm-hmm. know I've only shot one person, one main character in any of my books. In all eight books, I've only shot one main character. And mm-hmm. that was because that was my first book. After that, I never shot anybody else. Like that, mm-hmm. like no, you you got to die mm-hmm. elaborately. I'm talking about the coffin, fifty nine times. Is you? I'm stretching your and limbs so from proud. here to here. Mm. Yeah, I am. So I'm proud, proud of that. that. <laughs> I, I, am. Am. I really am. <laughs> wow. Well, ladies, we so we appreciate it. you guys sharing some time with us, and we hope to see you guys soon. Are you all going to be at the kickback? Yeah. No. Oh, we definitely we need to be there. 
I love the kickback. I love five, five, six, the book kick. I love them. So I'm definitely going to be in the kickback. We're going to be the good girls and business suits selling books. I think Porter. it was at the kickback, Shadris. Wasn't it you that came up to me? Are you Tony? And you told me who you were. Uh-huh. Was that Shadris? Yes. Yeah. I was so excited. I told Leisha when we got home, I was so excited to meet her. And she just came up <laughs> to me and she said, I heard, did I hear you, Miss Tony? <laughs> no, uh, it was such a pleasure to meet you face-to-face that it a was. year ago. It almost. was. You it was. <laughs> Time I does fly. It. <laughs> it really does. I love it. So we gonna see y'all. I know Donna be like um, cupcakes. You <laughs> like cupcakes? You gonna bring me some? Sure. Uh-huh. I'm I'm from. Where you coming from? Ty, I got a spot. I got a spot. I got a cupcake spot. Uh-oh. Uh, I got a Where you cupcake coming from? Spot. I'm coming from New York. Lisa's already in Atlanta. <laughs> No, I'm, cause I'm trying to see. I need to add another state to my bucket list if I'm going to add another state. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm in New but York, so I'm New always York open. Already. Uh-huh. You said what? You had New York, didn't you? A cupcake from New York? No, New Jersey. No, I never had a I'm in, in Georgia. New York. I'm in Georgia. See you in New York. Yeah, she's trying to say she wants Tina to bring her a cupcake from New York is what she's trying to say. No, I've had a New Jersey one. one. <laughs> she, and I, my double I've had a New Jersey one I've never had. Mm, yeah. Really? So hmm. if you want to share your culture with me, I'm all for it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't go. I, I, I don't go out much. I'm, I'm a cooker. Leisha tell you I'll be in the kitchen. Man, when Ooh, she get here, y'all, she makes these pancakes. Would you like to eat? It'd be like perfect. They'd be like perfect dollar circle. I'd be like, they'd be like golden brown. Man, I can't wait. When I come to Leisha's house, when I come to Leisha's house, the kitchen is mine. <laughs> Yeah, 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 my son's 16. He just got mobile. I don't need. I don't need nothing else to be trying to hold me down. I got stuff I've been trying to do. <laughs> That's me clapping I for you. you I love to hear that. I love to hear that. Okay, Claudia Lisa's house in Atlanta. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> we love oh, it. We want you guys fun. to shout out all of your social media when we can be ready for Smitten Kitten too. We gonna he and I we gonna re up and we gonna get on Smitten Kitten one. We gonna tell you who killed who, and who did what, and who and who did what and why. Uh huh. Shout out to social media handles so everyone can follow you and let them know uh, anything else you guys want them to know. Okay, well, I am Chris Renee. You can follow me on Facebook two ways. I have an author page, 
where I just keep it strictly about the business, and that is Arthur Chris Renee, it's C-H-R-I-S-R-E-N-E-E. Or you can follow me on my personal page, and unless you're um, one of the super dope people to me, you can see everything that I post. But some other people can see just a little bit, plus a little bit of Arthur things, and just my regular everyday life, and that is C Renee, C E E R E N E E. I'm on Instagram and Twitter as I am Chris Renee. Um, you can find me, send me a message. If you feel close with me, you can text me and we'll be Okay, she and St. Louis rolling on dubs, and that's Jonna. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, I'm Jonna B. And I am Jonna Brown on Facebook because Facebook or fuck asses won't let me change my name. Um, mm-hmm. On Twitter, I'm Jonna B. One. And on Instagram, I'm Jonna B. She Writes. I think that's still my name. And that's it. How you find me? <laughs> and when can we expect us smitten, smitten, mitten two to, to drop? Hmm. No date yet. Well, don't I give away. Do a date. But dealing with well, these fools here ain't no telling. Tentatively, <laughs> we're talking about March 14th because that is 314 day, and um, our area code for St. Louis is 314. So mm-hmm. I don't know how mm-hmm. that's gonna work out, but that's what we're pushing for. All right. That's that's nice. 314. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like well, I like it, I like it so much. Mm-hmm. It seems though we did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mhm. <laughs> I love it. Well, ladies, okay. thank you once again for joining oh. us. I think we lost Sadrus again, but uh, no, we... I'm still here. Oh, oh you still? Oh, okay. Oh. No, I'm here. I heard them talking about me. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> We were not talking about you. <laughs> no, I'm talking about you. Right, I don't recall that. Those. I don't. You just said it was dealing with these fools. I'm sure you included <laughs> me in with Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> I be forgetting that Steve's name is Crystal. Because I don't, I don't use that. That's Jama Knight. I'm on social media everywhere in Shadows Denise. So Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I don't use Snapchat, so, you know, don't really look me up on there. And Facebook. Um, I'm Shadow Denise. And Smitten Kitten will be out in March of 2019 by Donna Hayden. Mm-hmm. On me and Crystal. <laughs> right. That's, uh, that's awesome, ladies. Once again, you guys are just awesome. You have beautiful souls, and we want to thank you once again for joining me and leaving me on this chat. And you know, you guys are always welcome here anytime. You don't need the invitation. You want to start talk, just chat about it anything, just scene? hit one of us up, and we'll make but it happen. You hear that right, you hear that scene? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I'm always in this thing, baby. Y'all gonna get tired <laughs> because of Because after the event, she was like, you never invite me on the show. Ain't no invite you. I so Alicia must be beefing with me because I want these pants she got on or something. I don't know. I wanted them pants. <laughs> you know I got those pants from Fashion Nova. 
Did you? I love that was my first Nova. experience. I live on Fashion Nova. Nova. That was my first experience of Fashion Nova, and I well, love really. My baby, my daughter loves Fashion Nova. Leash baby girl, she. I live on Fashion that. Nova. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to get them, so if you see me wearing them, don't be like, she stole my look, because I'm like, I did, and I'm not ashamed. <laughs> no problem at all, ladies. You have a great evening, and once again, thank you all so much for joining us tonight, and we will see you ladies soon. Bye. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye. Have a great evening. You too. <laughs> We that always awesome I know. I love those three. That's why I call them three the hard way, because they are just so awesome. When you get to see them together, they just flow. Mm-hmm. It's always love, and I, I love it absolutely. Mm-hmm. We appreciate everybody that tuned in on today to come and kick it with us tonight in the chat room. We will see y'all on tomorrow, and we out. Good night, everybody. We're going to hit y'all with some of this Omar Tyree. That's right. He does more than just write books. It's crazy, man. I woke up this morning and realized that I'm close to 50 years old now. And the young boys out here act like my life is over with. So it got me to thinking, man, like, what if I could go back in time? I'm wishing I would think